Life is like a sitcom here in the suburbs. Quack pack. Stay tuned. Good day and welcome to Writers Get Animated, a podcast about animation, storytelling, and the dangers of raising teenage ducks. I'm Chris Leva. And I'm Mackenzie Worrell. And today we're discussing two levels of Quack Pack. <laughs> Quack Pack, the original series from 1996, and Quack Pack, the most recent, well, not the most recent, but the, a recent episode of season three of the 2017 DuckTales reboot. It's Goodness. a lot of numbers. Yes. <laughs> But I, I I was really excited to see the title of the second episode two of season three of DuckTales, seeing it be Quack Back, because I was one of the people who um, was excited when Quack Pack came out in 1996. I don't know if, I don't think you've ever seen Quack Pack before this homework. I hadn't. And I don't really know why. I just hadn't. How old were you in 1996 when Quack Pack premiered? I was nine. I was old enough. I mean, I, I had watched at least some of the original DuckTales. I don't really remember any of it, but I'd watched some of it. What I did really love was Darkwing Duck, as we've discussed. Um, sure. So, like, I was old enough for Darkwing Duck when that was out. I loved it, followed it. I have memories of it. But for some reason, it's like my my Disney love affair with Disney TV as a child like ended sometime early mid '90s. For some reason, I didn't come back to like later. I feel that's when most people lost their love affair with Disney animation around the same time. There wasn't a lot happening, and what was happening just could not reach the same heights as. The original Disney afternoon shows. Um, you get Quack Pack. I think during this time you also got Raw Tunage and Marsupilami and Bonkers. Was Bonkers that late? I believe so. I mean, I can double check. I always see Bonkers but... like lumped in with the rest of the Disney afternoons. So I just assumed it was earlier too. But yeah, the other stuff you've named, I've never heard of before. Yeah, 93, 94. So that's still Disney afternoon to me because that's about gargoyles o'clock too. Yeah, but that's like the tail end of it. That's like. That's okay. Okay. It's still the good stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I would. I don't want to get in trouble with anybody. I don't know how much I would lump bonkers in with like the good stuff. <laughs> At this point, I think we just need like a bonkers connection in the DuckTales reboot. Then we have the entire Disney afternoon block. Because I did see Frank and Gona sharing facts about the characters leading up to the season three premiere. And one of his facts for Della Duck they shared was Della has definitely punched a gargoyle. Which just feels like teasing, but that's acknowledgement of another part of the Disney afternoon block. So I'll take that as the gargoyle's connection. It's hard to lump in gargoyles to DuckTales for the same reason that it's hard to watch 
quack pack now, which is the inclusion of humans uh, into the duck-based world. Mm-hmm. So quack pack, which lasted for one season of 39 episodes. That was, was the longest season was back then, kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it did really well. Um, but it was an extension or a spinoff of not DuckTales, which everyone loved, but of the original Donald Duck cartoons where humans existed. Which I think they do a good job with because the opening credits of Quack Pack is like Donald getting out his old projector and like starting to watch some of his old cartoons. Like, ah, this sets the mood. But it's not Donald the actor who starred in these cartoons. Those are home movies. It's like Donald whose life was that. Yes. Which is strange in one episode, just to give some interesting weirdness. Uh, in one episode, the boys, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, who are teenagers, that well, we don't know what age they are. Because in one episode, they want a car. And so they may be driving age, but they don't behave like they're anywhere near 15 or 16. Anyway, um, the boys get their hands on anti-growth tonic so they can get out of cutting down a tree in the yard and they dump it into Donald's bath and he becomes a younger version of himself but instead of being a younger version of that Donald Duck he turns into the style of animation and the style of behavior of Donald Duck from his early animated shorts like band concert (laughs) or red red little hen donald duck with a giant bill that goes way out and his like magic stuff and squirting seltzer at people and playing you know um what is that what is that song i don't i can't remember I want to say Catcher in the Rye, but that's not the song I mean. <laughs> I mean, young Donald Duck would be into Catcher in the Rye before he outgrew it. Right. I, I can't think of the song of it. <laughs> anyway. Ah, phony! <laughs> anyway, he, but it's, it's like this weird version of Donald from the animated shorts. So it's like, you know, the, in, in the 90s, early 90s, they had this image of both Donald and Mickey at points where it's like, here's Steamboat Willie, and Steamboat Willie's drawing the next version of Mickey, who's from like the 30s and then the 40s, and they're like drawing, and it's just extension to then him wearing like late 80s, early 90s clothes, standing there like, I'm cool, like I'm the epitome of Mickey Mouse now. Sure, 80s, 90s Mickey Mouse. Because you were the most popular thing Disney made in the 80s and 90s. Right? Uh, so they, so but it's they took him down the evolutionary scale that way instead of aging down that Donald and making him look more like a version of Huey Dewey and Louie from the episode. So it's a very confused series. <laughs> I would watch that episode. That sounds like a premise that I would be it's like just meta enough that I as an adult uh, with an understanding of where Disney came from could appreciate and enjoy. <laughs> so Quack Pack the series 
follows Donald and Huey, Dewey, and Louie. He's still raising them, so there's no mention at all of his sister. It, they just take it for granted that the Huey, Dewey, and Louie still live with him. We don't know what his age is. And Donald is a cameraman for Daisy, his girlfriend, who is a reporter. And they go around the world looking for scoops and things to report. And I think that's just like sets them in on their day to day. But most of the show doesn't quite follow that. It just gives him something to do and some reason to be in places that aren't Duckburg. Because this takes place in Duckburg. Oh, it's still Duckburg, but there's humans in Duckburg. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it personally. But that's how do you go from the dramaturgy of like young Donald Duck and how interesting and clever that is to the dramaturgical gap of having humans in Duckburg? Mm Mm-hmm. What about Saint Canard? Is it just Batman? Well, uh, it took me a while because I was interested in revisiting this series after the episode Quack Pack of season three of DuckTales, which was its own version of meta. It's its most, you know, its own interesting experiment in DuckTales storytelling. I I wanted to go back to Quack Pack because I hadn't seen it since... Honestly, since 1996, I had not seen Quack Pack. (laughs) I remembered, it's a lot like my experience with Lost, where the thing that I remember most, I'm like, I think I saw, like, some. I think you were like, have you seen Lost? I'm like, yeah, I've seen a few episodes. I remember the episode I saw um, had a polar bear in it. And you were like, yes, you've seen the first episode (laughs) of Lost. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that is that is indeed the first episode. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I could have sworn I saw more of it, but what I remember is a polar bear. So for Quack Pack, I remember this episode where Huey, Dewey, and Louie don't want to clean their room, and they end up in a machine created by Ludwig von Drake that turns them into superheroes. And... Donald ends up in the machine and the lever gets hit and he gets turned into a super villain, of course. And I was like, yeah, rem- that's that's one episode of Quack Pack that I really remember. And I go to Disney Plus and I'm like, oh, it's the first episode of Quack Pack. <laughs> it's literally the first episode. So I don't know if I've actually seen more than the first episode, but I remember really enjoying the show. At the I'm, time. Yeah, that's a memory you can have. I have vague recollections of shows from the far back year of the 1990s. Um, I don't remember the name or what any episodes are about, but I have memories of things that I know that I liked like that. And I, I uh, know that I wouldn't like today if I revisited, so I'm not in a hurry to seek them out. Because if I don't remember anything about it, modern Mackenzie probably wouldn't like it. Yeah, I was really afraid because I didn't want my past feelings of how I remember it being really innovative and interesting and fun um, and different for Donald Duck. And I was like, I don't want to ruin those feelings. 
after having seen the storytelling and dramaturgy and character development of DuckTales and go back to Quack Pack and see something that's like, no, your memories are a lie. But so this new episode was a good excuse to go back? Yeah, it was a good excuse to go back and revisit (laughs) uh, and see what they were commenting on, reflecting on what they were using, what they weren't using. So how do you feel having revisited it? Um, I feel like it was a necessary leap to get from DuckTales, the original series, to DuckTales as it stands now. I, I think without Quack Pack, uh, we would not have DuckTales the way it is right now. I agree, because Quack Pack was the first time that Huey, Dewey, and Louie had distinct personalities, right? That's right. Although I was massively confused by those distinct personalities, now used to different personalities. Right. Yeah, different. it was the first time that they had different people voicing each nephew. So there was a different person for each nephew, and they had different clothing. Kept their same color schemes. Same haircut. Same haircut-ish. One wears a hat. Ooh. Um, ooh. But it's backwards because it's the 90s. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was it's it was interesting to revisit it and see, okay, it's not what I remember, but it is exactly what I remember. But you also found some things that surprised you of your expectations going into it, having not seen it, but having experienced the Quack Pack episode of DuckTales. Yeah. So in preparing for this episode, I watched a Quack Pack episode for the first time. And having seen the Quack Pack episode of DuckTales where they're stuck inside a 90s sitcom, I expected it was going to be a lot more 90s sitcom than it was. And it's more, for me, the Quack Pack show is more like the Disney answer to Tiny Toons. Mm. It's like, here's characters you like, but in a new setting with a 90s sensibility. I like the animation, the timing, the sheer ridiculousness of it. It's a very visual gag. Um, it relies a lot on that because in Unusual Suspects, you have like the weird military dude who's like this giant barrel-chested military guy whose hideout is in, like, in this tiny bush that moves. Yeah. It's like a very Animaniacs, Tiny Toons thing to do. You're right. Thank you for saying that because I was like, this doesn't feel, this feels familiar, but it doesn't feel Disney familiar. It's It's got like the sound effects for movement. It's, and I think at the time, like Disney knew, like our, our main traditional franchise characters aren't landing with kids the way they used to. So let's steal what Looney Tunes is doing because that is what's popular and current in the 90s, even though it's a lot of reruns of like old Looney Tunes cartoons. Plus little Tiny Tunes and Space Jam. Right. So our Tiny Tunes, Disney speaking, would be Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Would be like that. We actually have younger characters that we don't have to randomly create and make them not related to the originals. 
We don't have to create an Elmira Duff. Yeah. We have Huey, Dewey, and Louie. We could have had a Morty and Ferdy, you know, but we didn't. Um, that would be fun. Like, we could have had Max. I mean, we had Goof Troop. So why not bring Max into that world? We could have had, oh my gosh, there's a different show. Like, them in high school. They're all at school together. DuckTales, all, the, all grown up. Right? So that'll I, be fun in a few years. I, I expect that current iteration of DuckTales, much like they joke about in the <laughs> in the Quack Pack episode, like I assume this will go on at least three more seasons, maybe a movie, then it'll get rebooted eventually. Like I assume that'll be the path that this DuckTales takes because it's so popular. And I don't think that I'm saying that just because we love it. I, it seems like the world likes this DuckTales. As soon as they learn about it, everyone I know has fallen in love with it. I've I've been in a seen a couple of camps, the that true, and the people who won't give it a chance because they get to the theme song and say the trumpets aren't there. No, I'm out because there aren't trumpets in a theme song that's no longer stuck in the ska love of the '90s. Yeah. I have people who totally write it off because they changed the theme song. I have at least two friends in that. And I said, "You please just watch the episodes. But just watch the story. That's how shows work. They get new theme songs. I'm just telling you. I, I know you're relating this to me, but I'm still, my brain is having trouble justifying it in any way. Sorry for those friends of Chris who are listening. I think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it's like, it's too much. It's too far. It's, I just can't do it. It's just too, too different. Yeah. It, it was perfect. And they're trying to change it. It, it wasn't perfect. Uh, the new one is perfect. At least as close to perfect as you can be. Anyway, um, actually the episode of Quack Pack, kind of what I expected of the show Quack Pack, having seen that episode, was a very 90s sitcom. And it felt like the episode Quack Pack was like more like 2017 DuckTales does an episode of BoJack Horseman. If that makes sense. That does make sense. Because, of course, BoJack Horseman, which if you're uh, not an adult listening to our podcast, um, maybe don't go seek out BoJack Horseman without a parent. Um, <laughs> it's a much more adult take on this, but it's the same idea of like modern day looking back at 90s sitcom and 90s sitcom tropes. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot of cuts to the show that they did. And it's a lot of the same things that they do in the show within a show in the DuckTales episode. Uh, mm -hmm. I watched it a second time in preparation for this. And I, what grabbed me the second time was how different the pacing is compared to a normal DuckTales episode because they pause for applause. They do like all the weird gestures. And so there's like weird gesture. And even when there isn't audience laughter, they'll do a quick pause for laugh and nothing is said. And then one of them will jump in with the next line as if they were waiting to see if their live audience air quotes would laugh at the joke. <laughs> What's interesting is that um, Quack Pack has that there. They have the, the original series, I rewatched that that episode again before recording. Uh, we watched 
season one, only season uh, episode 15, Unusual Suspects. And there were moments of we did a joke and it's like this space, this empty space with nothing waiting for you to have a, a reaction to it. It just feels like big, big thing, wait, big, big thing, wait, big, big thing, wait. And there's just like the, the wait time. Look at the audience, look at the audience, look at the, so in some ways it was mimicking that, that feeling of it. I think there's Huey sees the new neighbor and their daughter um, drive by in the car. Well, they're not even the new neighbor. They're just the neighbors. They don't say, hey, there's new people moving in. They're people that have lived there for We're a long only time. Only in what episode, question mark? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and they see, he sees the daughter's like, oh. And then he looks at the camera and says, hello there. Like, looks at the camera. And it's like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? That was really weird. It gave me bad feelings. But I think it's because I like knew Huey so much and just quack pack Huey was so offensive to me. <laughs> Knowing what new Huey's like. I, th- I feel like quack pack Huey is like taking Qu- uh, DuckTales 2017 Dewey and taking all of the good qualities out of him. <laughs> yes, if you just made a completely narcissistic teenage Dewey, that's exactly who it would be. Which is, yeah, again, offensive. And 2017 Dewey would never get to that point because he's being raised right. Right. And I think that's one of the big differences between um, DuckTales and Quack Pack and is Donald as surrogate father figure. In Quack Pack, he's... He's there as provider, but you don't see him raising the kids. He's like the adult that they begrudgingly live with. Right. They call him Uncle D because they're cool, hip teenagers now. But that's very 90s, too, of like, oh, I know. we're a family, so we don't actually show love to each other unless we're seventh heaven. And the Donald wears a brightly colored Hawaiian shirt. Because that's like suburban casual in the 90s. I mean, that was 90s shorthand for adult male who doesn't want to be here and doesn't want to have a job and just wants to like go relax and have no responsibility. I'm not at work, so let me relax now. Yeah. The 90s. It's making me sad. (laughs) I'll be emotionally distant. Mm -hmm. It's your favorite decade of... uh, bad dad trope i know and i think that's maybe what i found so hard to to watch um i because when we had this when we wanted to give ourselves this assignment uh, because i knew quack pack and i'd seen quack pack it was put on me to find i don't want to say the quintessential quack pack episode but like uh an episode that would speak to some of the tropes and some of the things that the DuckTales episode of Quack Pack was dealing with. And as I flipped through and read the descriptions, it was like, oh yeah, it's that one. And just like, these are just off the wall. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know what, what these are about. 
Um, I tried to watch one called The Germinator, you know, because the times we live in. And I, <laughs> I was like, let's see if this, you know, speaks to this. And um, it was just so bizarre. Like, they're, they're, the characters, all these side characters that are forcing the plot to happen uh, are just bizarre and absurd and then the the duck characters the supposed main characters just become reactionary conduits for the the absurdity that is flung upon them by these outside characters yeah and it's like they feel like i mean daisy wasn't in this particular episode but it felt like they we're obligated to have their main characters in each episode. Cause I'm not sure why Louie and Dewey were in this particular episode. Yeah. It felt like Huey could have just been the Huey and Donald could have been the two main characters. And then Huey could have been the one that's captured and it would have worked just as well, if not better to not have extra characters in it. And new DuckTales right. does a good job cutting the unnecessary characters. Cause they have a lot of characters and they know that, so they only include the ones they have to have to drive the plot and character arcs forward. Louie and Della go to a birthday party. I forget if that was that episode or not, but I don't know. Uh, that was Louie and um, Goldie. Yeah, Louie and Goldie. You're right. That is a better pair. But who essentially is Della in some ways? In Evil like Della. In the worst yeah. ways. Yeah. It's like if Della were uh i think that's why scrooge likes Della so much like like sees her as like the adventuring free spirit but also knows how dangerous that that spirit could be because it she could be goldie mm -hmm. mm. um but they yeah the most recent one with uh launchpad and dewey and scrooge and webby like that's yeah that's all that's you need we focus on one of the other ones that I watched had just Donald and Daisy and Donald, well, for the most part, but the boys wanted a car and Donald refuses to get them a car and Daisy goes to interview a wacky guy who does, um, who does car racing and he's just a jerk just 90s jerk um, guy. And Donald decides to race. So he gets Huey, Dewey, and Louie to redo his roadster <laughs> so he could race in this race so the guy doesn't get his girlfriend. But human, human duck relations has been strange since, like, Howard the Duck in the 80s. But... Um, <laughs> Anyway, it, it just goes into so many strange, strange places. You're like, why is this happening? Why this is just weirdly invented? Like this, this is not something that characters would do. Like it, it feels not just out of character, it just feels like pe people doing things for the sake of this external force happening to them. 
it's like Quack Pack as a family-driven show decided early on, like, we're going to start with jumping a shark and then figure out what happens after that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if your first episode is the boys don't want to clean their room so they turn into superheroes, like, <laughs> you're going to go... You're going to go a lot further than that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the motivation? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're superheroes now. It's very Simpsons into the story. I, I just, it, it just brings home like the fact that the, the DuckTales episode of Quack Pack, while it's both making fun of 90s sitcoms, that's not all it's doing. Because if that's all it was doing, then you'd have like five minutes of a show. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mocking that. There has to be a character thing going along with it. There and has I- to be character-driven things going on between all of them for it to, to matter. And I just have to say, I'm so thrilled that we're finally in the season of Huey. Because we had season one is Dewey season, season two is Louis season, and now season three is apparently Huey's season, finally. And what a better character to use to talk about the rules of sitcoms than your main character who loves rules and following them. But seeing the scene where things are broken. Yeah. So so he understands that there's there are new rules functioning. But he and he realizes it's not the way that life goes. Mm-hmm. So he realizes this is outside the realm of life. This is not real. I love that he gets it. Um, and I, I'm proud of myself for figuring out what was happening. That that made me really happy. Um, when did you figure out what what was happening? Uh they were trapped in a sitcom parallel world by a genie by a genie i don't remember enough of the original ducktales premiere movie to like know that there was the genie involved and to recognize him um but when the genie character in the quackback episode came on I'm like you're important you're not a spy you're not just a made-up character like you are somehow involved in this yeah, his eyes. I was like, there's something going on with this character. Yeah. And then they went to commercial, and <laughs> it was the same character. And I'm like, that's weird. There's something going on. And then they did the, and now back to the show, and they had the magic lamp in the promo. I'm like, uh... I got it. I figured, like, I paused it, and I'm like, they're, they're stuck in something. Somebody's made a wish or something, and there's a, there's a genie thing going on. I didn't even catch the lamp part, but I think that was like early 2000s Disney Channel, like interstitial promo. They had magic lamps. So I just assumed it was that, I think, at the time. Oh, <laughs> well, I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that guy, that guy, the photographer guy, he was also in the commercial. He's a genie. I don't know who's I don't know whose wish it is. I'm going to figure this out. It's obviously not Huey's wish. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, when I rewatched the second time, like knowing how it ends, I could see the gear spinning a lot more. Like you could tell that it was Donald and it's very clear watching it the second time what Donald is trying to do and what he's after and how he's involved. Um, and also having seen Quackback now, I loved that the 
terrible flesh-based human monsters in the DuckTales episode <laughs> were just the same design aesthetic as like 90s quack pack humans. <laughs> like when I, when these I saw that, I was like, it's like, yeah, there they are. I was like, oh, it's the humans from quack pack. Why do they have weird giant jaws? I don't know. That's a very tiny tunes thing. Mm-hmm. Is humans with crazy features and teeth, weird teeth. Like every emotion is shown by gritting your teeth. Like that's a really animaniacs tiny. Like I, I think of their teeth being shown. You get to see every single yeah. tooth in it. Well, because they're so based in pop culture and referencing actual celebrities. I think a lot of the Tiny Toons design aesthetic for celebrities and WB in general came out of like the caricature culture of Hollywood. Mm. And so they're not trying to realistically represent, they're not trying to be Bojack Horseman and realistically represent the celebrities when they are realistically representing them and not making fun of them. Um, (laughs) They're starting with a caricature that might be voiced by the actual person. It's like when you have Prince on Animaniacs. Like he's going to be very stylistically, like turned up to eleven Prince. He's not going to be everyday Muppets Tonight Prince. Understood. <laughs> I think you're the one person who can understand that. So thank you. <laughs> Sorry, yes, everyone I f- else. I fit in your Venn diagram of people who would understand. <laughs> we, we were discussing Venn diagrams in our family this weekend about like the Venn diagram of people who exist in this family and people who also enjoy the movie, the princess bride. So (laughs) who's in that Venn diagram? So just you? No, no, I'm, I'm out of that Venn diagram. You're out of the print. Oh, okay. We even talked about this because I also don't enjoy princess bride. But now that we've lost a few more listeners, (laughs) they just turned it off right there. (laughs) <laughs> we're done with you all. I, re- I think we lost some during our episode where we talked about, like, I couldn't get into Firefly. And then, like, <laughs> what? Off. Oh. Uh, we know a lot about animation, but we have some uh, steaming, lukewarm takes on non animated <laughs> television <laughs> and movies. So, so let's talk a little bit more <laughs> about the storytelling in both of these. The difference. I mean, we talked a lot about characters and having character motivation and how the quack pack original series has more external forces acting on the characters, forcing them into choices that make zero sense outside of this has to happen in order for the plot of this other thing to take place. Um, But what, what other things do we get in terms of storytelling in the original quack pack in terms of, plot and how it works on the original quack pack i think that the characters exist in a crazy world where in the 90s style um nothing matters episode to episode (laughs) true so in that you can't really have character development or messages that stick for real and i think they just accept that and so you have crazy characters in a crazy world that crazy external things happen to in order to generate visual comedy for the audience is not really like a good denouement at the end character wise it's just a plot denouement um whereas in the ducktales reboot we have 
character driven plot conflicts where in this particular episode we have Donald's wish to live in a a world with different rules that isn't as crazy butting heads with the reality of the rest of his family where they have a crazy world with rules that they follow and enjoy and living in a sitcom is crazier and scary under different rule sets and it's those two ones butting up against each other um about acknowledging how crazy their world is because you can have perfectly i think more normal ducktales episodes like i think maybe the most normal was like the second episode when they go to Funzo's Funland for the first time. Right. And they're showing Webby, like, here's an arcade. This is Discovery Zone and Leaps and Bounds and other 90s associated fun places. <laughs> you get tickets, and here you can trick your way into free soda. Um, and it's just about that in normal life um, and those characters interacting with that. And sure, yeah, there's like a gang that tries to kidnap them, and that's another thing. But they're not super powered. There's no magic involved. They're not traveling around the world. They're just in an arcade. It could right. potentially be like an episode of Kids Next Door. That's a good point. And very rarely do we get those episodes anymore because now we see the world around them has always been um, hurricane-esque <laughs> in the world of Duckburg. Um, and... It, <laughs> It's as the as the news person says, you know, and it's not surprisingly centered around McDuck Manor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they live in a crazy world, but their crazy world has rules and formulas. It's like whenever they get to the wait what part of the episode, oh, which that's they my do part of the episode in this episode they do, which is their wait what is. <laughs> Scrooge's office is a mess for this photo. Wait, what? <laughs> it's taking their existing rule from the rest of their lives and inserting it into these new rules in an unexpected but funny way. It's situational humor, not like wacky humor. Mm. So actually taking situational comedy yeah. And, and making it out of the situation. This mm. new DuckTales has more DNA in common with Arrested Development than it does the 90s Quackback show, in my opinion. Mm. They didn't even use the theme song from the original Quackback either. But I do love that they use the title. Yeah. Of, you know, I forget what the original title for quack pack was going to be but it wasn't it's like donald's duck days something. duck days that thank you i read that doing my homework for this episode i i yeah <laughs> quack pack is better but it's still very much it's yeah it's 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 tries to be goof troop exactly which is why it makes sense that you bring goofy into the episode because you have the if you had to go for the quintessential father figure in the Disney universe you go for interestingly enough goofy mm -hmm. 
Because he's not bad dad. He's like embarrassing dad. Right. He's loving, unafraid to show affection dad Mm -hmm. who just misinterprets things and misunderstands. So I won't go too deep into it, but after watching the Quack Pack episode of DuckTales, we did go watch a Goofy movie in my house. Um, Jack watched it for the first time. He got really emotionally upset. And Rochelle was mad. My wife was mad because she's like, Max still gets to go to the concert. You know, he still gets the girl all because he lied. It still worked out. And I said, no, no, no. What you're missing is that he doesn't get rewarded for his lie. He only gets the reward from Goofy when he admits the, the truth and when he feels bad about it and when he accepts what he's done as wrong. Goofy says, well, we'll have one last thing to do is get you on stage. And Max is like, no, let's just forget it. We'll just go home and I'll tell her. And Goofy makes the decision. No, I'm hearing you now. Let's go have the adventure that you want to have and do the thing. And I want to help and be the father that gets you there. Yeah. And we'll do it our own goofy way. And what did Jack get emotional about? Oh, um, when they're fighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that was rough for him. And like throwing the possum park, you know, Lester's possum park. He got really upset at that part. But again, I I just think that watching that movie again, it it was like, yes, Goofy is in Disney terms, the ultimate dad, the ultimate father figure. So, of course, he would be present for Donald to be like, look, I'm ultimate dad. This is this is who I am. I'm ultimate dad and I'm ultimate sitcom character. Like goofy, wacky adventures and you know, wacky next door neighbor stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I was like, it made it made complete sense dramaturgically that Goofy would walk in at that time. It's like, yes, of course. If this is a family thing if this is a father lesson if this is a lesson that the father of the family has to learn it's got to be goofy who teaches it i do want to learn more about goofy in the world of the new ducktales because they're like they all seem to know who he is but he hasn't been in any episodes yet so it's like tell me more about goofy (laughs) goofy was really here like okay but who's goofy in the world of the show well we knew that spoonerville exists so we know that he doesn't live in town because Spoonerville's where Goof Troop takes place. And but he is also their in, neighbor? In the sitcom world. In the sitcom okay. world. You're right. He would be the neighbor best friend in the sitcom world of Donald's Wish. I wish I could have a normal life like the one Goofy has in Spoonerville where we just have everyday lives. Hmm. And I think that's what Goofy represents to Donald in that way. But Spooderville has to be separate because the the board of vultures in the first episode of DuckTales were discussing Spoonerville along with some other places like St. Canard. That's true. They do mention like everything. Man. So but, okay. If they But I would like to see a Donald Goofy episode where they're like where Donald's like on vacation 
with Goofy or something like that. I feel like Goofy's got to be the one who introduces him to Daisy. I'm just looking ahead. I know that they're doing something with Daisy this season. That's my head canon before it happens. I'm sure I'll love whatever they do, even if it's not that. But right, I wasn't expecting what they did with Rescue Rangers. I'm glad we got that, but it's it's just like little <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like you see it happening. Like, this is how it's happening. It's happening this way. Okay, yeah. Uh, so if they've pulled from Quack Pack now, I feel like they're starting to like get to the end of everything being on the table, Donald Duck and DuckTales wise of things to pull from. So the one thing that's on my wish list that would be insane that would put Donald and Goofy together is a Kingdom Hearts episode. <laughs> I don't you know how. Get, you can't get Mickey there, though. That's fine. He's not a main character in Kingdom Hearts. I mean, he is, but he's not, like you know. I don't know how they do it. Maybe it's like they get stuck in a video game one episode. It's like they're wow, and then Donald and Goofy are just wearing their Kingdom Hearts outfits. There, I did it. I wrote it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll mail it to myself and trademark that. Because <laughs> the courts will definitely rule in my favor with Donald Duck stories. <laughs> Look, if, if the DuckTales folks can barely get stuff written because of internal lawyers like let's let's assume that all of our bets are off i know i know i know that's a freebie anything that i suggest on this podcast whether it writes itself or just offhanded a regular episode like it's up for grabs i would appreciate a credit but you don't have to give it to me that's fine i don't that's whatever <laughs> all i want is i want goofy to come back so we see him in real life yeah i think we'll see more goofy yeah Uh, do we have anything else to say about either Quack Pack, Packs of Quack? Well, you have you have a note in here that I would just love to hear a little bit more about, like A plot, B plot, and C plus plot. Oh, what, what is what did you mean when talking about the original Quack Pack about how that is structured? Yeah, I kind of got into my thoughts with like, are all these characters necessary in this episode? Because of course, in sitcom yeah. structure, you have your A plot. I'm going to sneeze in a second, maybe, but you have your A plot and your B plot. That's how allergic I am to this. Um, <laughs> and so your A plot is, of course, in Quack Pack, Unusual Suspects. You have Donald looking for the suspicious neighbors. And your B plot is Huey wants to, like, get to know this interesting neighbor that he has never seen before, question mark. And, like, your C plus plot is Louie and Dewey are also there. Which I think is the best way to describe that plot. <laughs> yeah. And they are also in the house. They also live there. Yeah. Uh, whereas in modern DuckTales, you might still have like two character things happening at the same time. What's a good example? Um, in the season premiere, you have Huey and Violet trying to vie to become the best junior woodchuck. But you also have like Scrooge and company going after this other adventure at the same time in the same place. They're usually much more clearly related at the beginning of the story. It's like they start the same place and they come back around together by the end. Whereas your typical sitcom, a plot and B plot might have nothing to do with each other and have no overlap, or they might be thematically related, or maybe they come together in some crazy way at the end. But quack pack is just putting together like the a plot and the B plot and the C plus plot. <laughs> 
and DuckTales will just have all those things be related the entire time. There's a reason mm-hmm. for all of it. It is just really interesting in that episode of Quack Pack when Huey, not Huey, I'm sorry, when Dewey and Louie walk over and they're like, oh, that's a big wall because the security system that has only just been put up but has always put up, like, I don't know. They come up to it and then the daughter, Sarah, is at the top of the wall and she's like, hey. She jumps down and they try to catch her and her head comes off because she's a robot. And it's just like, there really is no reason for her to leave. You haven't built up her leaving and you haven't built up them exploring this wall. Like why you could have gone with her being interested in the freedom that Huey has and use Huey as a way to help her escape. But you've paired Huey up with Donald as trying to find a way to break into the house like this is like 25 years ago so i'm not going to speculate too much on what they were intending but it felt like to raise the stakes they wanted some of their main characters captured and possibly under threat from these robots who are not violent but also violent question mark (laughs) and knowing that they wanted that they then found the quickest simplest path with no rewrites to get them to that point yeah that makes sense oh it's so hard C plus plot. That's that's when plot and that's when you need side characters to invent a plot that doesn't come from internal character needs. Yeah, you you shouldn't need to get beyond a few core characters to drive your story, and you might have others there to highlight their character arcs. Like I enjoy Beakley in the Ducktales episode of Quack Pack because. It highlights parts of her personality, but she doesn't really drive that plot forward. And if you think too hard about it, like, Beakley doesn't usually join them on these adventures. Why is she there? I don't understand. But you get to see new parts of her, like her realizing that maybe she's boring. Is I'm not a spy really my catchphrase? (laughs) (laughs) Which was a great line, too. Like, all all of her lines are so well delivered. Yeah, she's one of my favorite parts of that episode, even though she's not the one driving the plot. Like, she's a character reason that they want to show off for her being there. But she does feel, in that realm, like a character to have been added for a failing 90s show that needed something interesting. Like, let's have the maid be a spy. (laughs) It's the nanny, but also Albert. Not Albert. Alfred. Right. We'll call her... Made spy. <laughs> Made to spy. Oh, there we go. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> just the pilot. I wouldn't watch much more than that. I think I would just be like, wait, what are we? What is this? <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a, a callback. Speaking of pilots, I couldn't tell if it was a callback with Goofy going, I'm a photographer. <laughs> to launch pads i'm a pilot <laughs> couldn't tell I'm, i mean i did appreciate it because that was his job in a goofy movie so <laughs> dramaturgy bam mm, so good do we have anything else we want to say about these two episodes i 
I just feel like watching Quack Pack the the episode again. Oh, the episode, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, I can talk a lot about I can just keep going on about Quack Pack, the episode and how brilliant it is and what I like, but I don't think that I have anything more of substance to say, just that it's great. Yeah. Jack watched it four times that day it came out. Like four times. He he went back and watched it immediately. And then um, when I said, okay, we're done for now with the TV, um, a little bit later I heard Huey screaming from Jack's iPad, what am I doing? Why am I dancing? Like, I was like, are you watching that again? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, he still he still does that. He'll randomly walk into the room like, how did I get here? Why am I dancing? That was a good moment. It's it's this season's uh, for Jack uh, emergency bounce house. <laughs> so you only have like Thanks. two more weeks of this. Yeah, it'll it'll grow out. Thankfully, that was that just hurt. That was physically painful. <laughs> emergency bounce house. <laughs> Did you have a favorite thing from what we've what we've watched this particular week? There are so many things in the episode Quack Pack that I really, really enjoy. But I think ultimately my favorite thing is the setup when they're talking about future episodes they have to go through because their show's going to run forever. Like Launchpad goes on three dates next week. And then those three dates show up as part of like the mob trying to attack them later. Mm. And then the other female characters of Della, Beakley, and Webby like attack all the dates like... Go on the adventure on your own. You go find yourself. <laughs> Take yourself up for dinner. Get a better study partner than Launchpad. I was like, yeah, okay. This is really destroying this 90s sitcom trope of like, just like these girls who are being sidekicks because they are girls. They're a plot point because they are a girl. They don't have any authority on their own. And There's nothing else to them. Yeah. Yeah. These well-developed female characters of the actual DuckTales show are like, no, Get a life. <laughs> I think for me, my favorite moment is um, when Huey in in Scrooge's office just saying just the fourth wall moment of when you were re when you were cleaning up the office, didn't you realize how many walls were in here? Like there are four walls. It's like yes, there's one, two, three. It's like, but have you looked? at the fourth wall <laughs> and then they just turn and look and they're like oh my god what are those it's just that moment it's just it's such a bizarre otherworldly ridiculous moment that in any other show i think would be out of character but for huey and what was going on it turned it into this beautifully scary thing like oh god what's happening uh yeah that was perfect such a good moment i'm just in my head re-watching it <laughs> i'm not thinking more things to say i'm just re-watching it <sighs> well shall we talk about homework time let's talk homework Your mission for next time. 
is to, if you haven't already done so, watch the last four episodes, slash really the last movie of Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7 on the Disney Plus. That's episodes 9 through 12. The last episodes of Clone Wars ever. For now. This time. It's like Futurama. I don't think they'll come back with more. I think they'll definitively end Clone Wars. And if they have more stories to tell with those characters, it'll be different ways. Okay. Anyway, as always, (laughs) we'll get into this debate next time. As always, thanks to our engineer, Nigel Cotino, and to Jacob Reed for our theme music. Let us know what you think about these duck episodes on Twitter at WG Animated and find our show notes on writersgetanimated.podbean.com. You can also like us on Facebook or give us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I feel like there was a missed opportunity for a portmanteau of duck episodes. Duck episodes. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was a missed opportunity. Well, good night, everybody.